When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Every Pokemon episode ever podcast is now on YouTube. Go on YouTube and search every Pokemon episode ever podcast and click that subscribe button to never miss an episode. Welcome back, everybody, to another fantastic episode of the Every Pokemon Episode Ever podcast. I am one of your hosts this week, Mr. Wrestling Chris G. Yes, I am here, everybody. I am here. And on the other line with me this week is my counterpart, my partner in crime, Mr. Mine. It's good old Dougie Fresh. Dougie, man, how you doing? the hell was that intro what do you mean what was that intro that intro was not normal no it was not i'm just feeling extra great doug we just got done reviewing a five-star episode this is the second episode we're doing tonight and i'm just feeling just extra good cocaine's a hell of a drug (laughs) (laughs) i do not condone drugs doug I don't know. Did you put you the, the fuck? <laughs> Weed is legal now. Uh, but <laughs> um, on another note, everybody, um, <laughs> no, that that was not a regular introduction. I don't know. I'm I'm just I'm so hyped tonight, man. Like normally, I mean, I I love doing our show, but coming off of the last episode that we just recorded, man. Um, which was the one that you guys heard last week, the Battle of the Badge, like that was such a great episode for me. And um, I know you're not so hype on this week's episode either, but I like this episode because the fucking Mr. Mime is just, Mr. Mime just gives no fucks in this episode. So, and then this Mr. Mime stays around for the foreseeable future as well. Yes. So... Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm hype. I'm, I'm doing really well tonight. Um, how, how, how did your full day go? I mean, I know, I know we kind of talked a little bit, um, last, um, last episode, but how, how was your day actually going today, Doug? Even though it was a hot one. It's fine. I, I melted on my walk and... <laughs> It, um, by the time I finished, it was 93 with a 108 heat index. Oh, um, shit. Yeah. Um, so I was all, I was, I was showering with the door open, cold water. I mean, it was. It was a whole thing, Doug. Air, air was going. It was a whole fucking. But I bet that air felt really nice and that cold water felt great on you. Oh yeah! After that long shower, 
Oh, I don't know. I mean, that, you know, you don't got to go putting me on blast saying I take long showers now. I mean, I'm a <laughs> grown hey, man. Hey, I, hey, I'm a grown man that still takes baths, but um, I, I feel like I'm, because for people that don't know me, I'm, my wife says I'm 6'4". My, my driver's license says I'm 6'3". Um, but why would you cheat yourself? What'd you say? I said, why would you cheat yourself? Exactly. But um, depending on what scale I'm on, I'm in between both of those. So, um, so growing up as a as a child, um, I I love baths. Everybody, I'll just throw that out there. I love being able to just um, sit in a bath and turn on a podcast. Um, most of the time, it's Wrestling Observer. On occasion, I'll listen to this new Degrassi podcast or um a different pokemon podcast called it's super effective and i'll i'll sit there and i just love to just relax but when i was growing up as a child we had small baths like very small baths like i like to the point where if i laid in a bath my my whole body couldn't be in there i would have to like kick my legs up in order to like fit comfortably in the bath so when we bought the house that I'm currently in right now, and it came with a very, very, very big jacuzzi, <laughs> I try to take advantage of that bath at least once or twice a week, and I will lay in there, maybe light a candle or two. I'm joking, everybody. But I, I just love just laying in the bath and turning on the jets and just having the jets run the entire time I'm in the bath. I'm a bath man. I don't think you're lying about those candles. <laughs> I'd be lying to you if I told you I never lit a candle going and taking a bath. I have. Oh, I know you have. Yep. And I've done a, ba a bath bomb before. But you know what? I'm not a fan of certain bath bombs. Like, I, I, I would take a bath bomb any day of the week, but it cannot have any, like, confetti or any of that stuff on there. Because that stuff is such a freaking bitch to scrub out of your bathtub after, <laughs> after your, like when it's going, like the residue of it, like of the confetti bath bomb stuff, it just sticks to the bottom and you got to run the water and you got to scrub. It's just, it's a whole, it's a whole thing, Doug. Yeah. You would think that they would make that material like drain, this is going to sound drain compatible. No, they do not. I, I, you know what I picture? I picture every time, um, the my my um drain pipes. <laughs> I picture the drain pipes just being filled with like confetti on the inside, like there's a party going on inside of my drain pipes. Anytime I'm washing that stuff down after taking a bath bomb, because <laughs> because my wife likes the ones with confetti in it, but I don't. I'll I'll just. Just give me one that's like a cherry one and just have it dissolve and give me a red bath any day of the week. But just make sure it doesn't have that damn confetti on it. <laughs> just don't forget that you put a bath bomb in there and go, why the hell is the water red? <laughs> have oh, wait, no, no that's a bad joke. Bad no, joke. No, bad joke. No. <laughs> whoop, 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 whoop. <laughs> that, uh, that won't make the final edit. <laughs> no, it will not. Oh, yeah. <laughs>
Yeah, yeah, but she knows the problem. <laughs> you see, but uh, <laughs> unbeknownst to C-Note, I could take out my one joke. If I took out all of his jokes on his episode, we'd have no episode. <laughs> I hope he randomly decides to listen to this episode. Apparently, he listens to us now, so so, so so he'll come across this. Hope in a couple of months you get a text. What the fuck are you talking about? And I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. This week's episode, listen to it. Nah, I'm good. Nah, I'm all right. <laughs> I, I'll listen. I'll lunch. listen to the first thirty seconds, make sure we sound good, and I'll listen to the ending to make sure we sound good, and then I'm all good. You only give it thirty seconds. No, I'm I'm just, you know what I mean. I'll listen to a couple minutes. I at least go until we start talking about Pokemon. So, um, but yeah, um, this week's episode is episode sixty-four, Doug. Sixty-four on our illustrious podcast, and it's 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 funny that we're doing episode sixty-four now. We're in the six hundreds of black and white. Like right. that, that 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 just shows how far. Like, I feel like at some point when this becomes like a full time job and we're doing like two episodes per day and we're dropping like per like, day, what per day? <laughs> <laughs> well, if this does become a full time job and 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 this is what we do for a living, I, I can I can easily see us um, putting out like four episodes a week. Are you high? <laughs> I'm, I might be. <laughs> Four Maybe episodes that... a week. Well, what a cartoon! Um, they they put out like what, like three episodes a week? No, they've scaled back. Oh, really? They're only down. They're down to only two what a cartoons a month. Are you serious? Yeah, they scaled back. Holy crap. Okay. And even then, they were only doing one episode of The Simpsons a week. They did one episode of The Simpsons. They did um, the Futurama thing. I, I remember them doing... What was that? Um, yeah, Futurama takes uh, takes a Sunday spot now. Really? Oh, so they, they've, they've completely revamped their show. Uh-huh. So... So they got Futurama, they got The Simpsons, they got What a Cartoon. Yeah, they were busy. So. I'll tell you what, I'll do four episodes a week, but they're going to be 15-minute episodes. <laughs> yeah, that's when we start doing these little specials on on um, on Pokemon. So like those special episodes that they put on um, PokemonTV.com or whatever um, the website is. Right. Um, when we do those like 15 minute cartoon episodes, whenever we, whenever we do those, I'm sure we'll do those at some point as a, as an extra download, um, for our fans. Maybe, maybe we can make a month of it. I don't know. We'll figure something out. I feel like we can't be just releasing those. No, no, not those, we don't... Not, not those 15 minute episodes that have nothing to do with the original Pokemon episodes? Not just those, because we maybe get four, 45, 50 minutes out of them. Oh, that is true. That is true. Okay. I mean, I mean, we could we could piggyback off a regular episode for a month. Oh, that that is that is true. We could we could go off script. I mean, the the we can talk off air, but there there's a lot of things we can do. 
So bless you. Bless you. So, all right, everybody. But as we were saying, episode 64. Four episodes a week. <laughs> I'm thinking of our future, Doug. Every day recording. Go ahead. Tell your wife you're going to record every day. If see it's a full-time job. She'll... See how quick you lose a nut. <laughs> It's already hard enough to get two days a week. But if this was a full-time job, if I said, wife, I'm quitting my job and I'm going to be talking Pokemon for the rest of my life. She'd say, fuck you. <laughs> yeah, she would real quick. Well, she'd say, fuck you, depending on how much um, of the ad revenue that we're bringing into the show. <laughs> if, the, if, it, if, if the flow is ridiculous, then I'm sure she'd be perfectly fine. So... All right, but as I was saying, um, th- today's episode <clears throat> is called "It's Mr. Mime Time," or translated from Japanese, it's called "Barrier of the Pokemon Circus." Hmm. Yes, this episode premiered. I, I don't even need to ask you this week. I can tell which one is the better one, and I'm <laughs> I'm going with the English title. But um, this episode was. I can't even talk. This episode premiered September 24th, 1998, and here in the States, September 27th, 1999. So we are literally one year and three days apart from the release of both of these episodes, Doug. Right. And, of course, we're going to go with the September 27th date and... Surprisingly, we both have some pretty historic dates, but um, you are going first this week, Doug. So what, what do you have for us in the can for September 27th? So on September 27th, 1923, New York Yankees slugger Lou Gehrig hits the first of his career 493 home runs. Holy and crap. He, <clears throat> pardon me, he would go on to play until 1939. Um, he, of course, would have to retire due to the effects of ALS, which would later oh, be renamed... Sad. Yeah, it would later be renamed Lou Gehrig's disease. Um, Obviously, um, people are probably familiar with ALS uh, from the Ice Bucket Challenge that was going around years ago. Um, It's a horrible disease. Um, uh, And um, I'm I'm sorry to even ask this, um, and people might be like, how do you not know? But um, could you give me like a two set sentence, uh, two set sentence um, description as to what that is? I know I can Google it, but since you're already on the topic, what what is that disease? Um, well, so I don't uh, make an ass of myself. Oh, OK. Um, Gosh darn it, where's the guy Wikipedia freaking... There it is. Where is Wikipedia when you need it? I'm on Wikipedia. I'm trying to find the (laughs) ALS hyperlink. (laughs) So, it's a neurologic... (laughs) 
<laughs> You're good, man. It, it. I'm trying to. I'm trying to not read the freaking first two paragraphs of the Wikipedia article because that doesn't really tell you anything. Um, it basically affects the muscles, like. Um, like it begins with a weakness in your legs and, and it will gradually just kind of take over the whole body and, and it gets to the point where like your, your faculties are like severely lessened and... Trying to no, you know, uh, and and I and I, I I'm I'm reading a small description on it right now, but we we don't need to go fully into it. I just figured I I would just ask real quick since you were already on the topic, but you can go ahead and and, and finish up your your thoughts as to what you were saying. Yeah, so I mean, I mean, like I say, we could get down a, a rabbit hole. Um, but yeah, so he that was his um, first home run of his career. Um, like I say, he would finish with 493. Uh, he would drive in 1,995 runs, um, played his entire career for the Yankees, um, he set the the consecutive games the consecutive games played streak at two thousand one hundred and thirty, which was topped years later in. Oh, where is it? Oh, ninety <laughs> ninety five. It was topped by uh, Cal Ripken, Um, and I believe it still currently stands at 2,632 consecutive games played. And so, yeah, little little snippet of Lou Gehrig for you. All right. Well, thank you for that, Doug. Thank you. All right. And mine this week is from 1954 and this was the day that the today show or not the today show the tonight show first premiered on nbc hosted by steve allen and that show is still going today uh let's see and doesn't isn't jimmy fallon um the the host today he's been the host since I started, or since I was in college, so well, not, not uh, northern. Uh, so, when did he start? Twelve, I yeah. think. Yes. Um, so we've had um, Steve Allen, um, Jake Parr, Jack Parr, or Jack Parr. Sorry, Johnny Carson, Jay Leno, Conan O'Brien. Uh, let's see. It says Leno's uh, second tenure. 
Yeah, Conan O'Brien kind of got dicked around. And then we have um, Jimmy Fallon, who is still today. So you have you have a start date on Jimmy? Yeah, 2014. 2014. Okay. Yes, it says 2014 to present. Uh, yeah, Jay. Uh, I mean, Conan O'Brien only lasted one year. Do you have a story behind that, Doug? That you um, might know. Again, being real brief, um, he was ta- uh, Conan was tapped to be the successor to Leno, um, like, and this was like known because Conan had the um, the Late Show, which would air after tonight. Um, the Conan O'Brien show, right? So they basically were like, okay, we're going to call up Conan to the to the um, to the I ten. Can- to the 10.30 time, or, well, I guess the 11.30 time slot if you're going by Eastern time zone. And, you know, Conan was doing doing his thing. He was good. And then, like, Jay Leno kind of got itchy. And rather than get another show on another network or, you know, whatever, he's like, I, I, I want the Tonight Show back. So it's Jay Leno and it's NBC. So they were like, give me back. And Conan ended up going to TBS to do his show. I was about to say where he became a huge success on TBS. And now he's got the bag from HBO now. Yes. So... Good for you, Conan. Good for you. Yeah. All right. So, but yeah, that that was a nice little history moment. I saw that pop up and I was like, well, well, damn. I was like, okay. So on this day, um, the Tonight Show um, first appeared. Why did I not see that? Uh, well, actually, we haven't done the 27th. We did the 25th. I was like, why didn't right. I see that the first time around? But all right. But that is that. And it's now time to get on into today's episode, Doug. You ready? Yes. All right. So we start this week's episode with Ash on the phone calling his mother. And we we get we get a nice um little phone booth that is a camera phone. And isn't it funny how the camera sits on these phones and this was way before the time of any type of Skype or anything that we had. Right. But um, Ash is calling his mom and Ash is like, hi mom, it's me. It's your son that hasn't called in over two months. (laughs) And Ash finally realizes he's talking to an answering machine. Yeah. That's no fun when that happens, is it? What are you talking about? Yeah, well, you don't do it anymore, but. <laughs> oh, sending you the voicemail? No, that was your that was your message for the longest time. Oh, oh yeah, when I when I would be like, "Hello, oh hey, what's up? How you doing?" Yeah, oh, when when I used to play jokes on you, yes. Yeah, and it was to everybody that would call me. <laughs> I should do that for for more than half of the freaking telemarketers that freaking call. 
That would, that, that would not be a bad idea. <laughs> Hi, is this is this Chris? No, it is not Chris. Stop calling me. <laughs> so, but yeah, Doug, um, Doug, he's talking to um, the answering machine, and he leaves a message, him and Pikachu, that they are coming back into town. And it's at this time that we get the title sequence, and we're into the episode. It's Mr. Mime time. Wait a minute. Hold on. They spelled mime wrong. Yeah, they did. It's Mr. Mimi time? Mimi time. Wow. Okay, so before Pokemon takes this down, everybody, go on watch.pokemon.com. Look up season two, episode nine, and they still to this day have not fixed the title sequence. It's Mr. Mimi time. Oh. <laughs> that's what I'm going to call this episode. I wonder if that's how it's spelled on, like, Wiki. On Wiki? No, it's Mr. Mime Time on Wiki. M-I-M-E? Yep. Huh. I'm, I'm looking at it right now. So, yeah. <clears throat> Very weird. Very weird that, that, they, that, th- that, yeah. that that did not get, like, caught at all. And still to this day, it's still Mr. Mimi time. Mimi time. So um, we're back in. The narrator is is saying that our trio is headed back into Pallet Town to find out where the Pokemon League is. Because Ash um, still doesn't know. Shouldn't Brock know where the damn Pokemon League is? He's the one with the map, yeah. Well, not even just that. He's a gym leader. Former gym leader. This is also true. So, yeah, it's all kind of fucked up. Yeah. So Ash is saying that he can't wait. He can't wait to see Professor Oak. Brock is telling him to slow down. And so is Misty because they're kind of speed walking at Brock. Looks like he's lost like 10 pounds in this scene because Brock just looks extra skinny. Doug? <laughs> he was kind of booking it. And I mean, at least Misty has an excuse. She's holding Togepi. Yeah, for real. So, so it's at this time that Ash just starts, instead of power walking, he starts running. And he's running back home. And he runs straight into a clear wall. And Brock and Misty are like, what's wrong? And, like, and they're like, I've- why'd you stop running? And could you imagine just running into a brick wall, bro? Like that that has to have hurt. Yeah, I don't want to I don't want to think about that because if I'm cuz like Ash was going at a good clip. Yeah. And then he, was. he just smack. I mean I don't want to I'd be knocked on my ass, I'll tell you that much for free. I know. But um he's like I ran into this wall. And they're like, what wall? And Brock walks over and he's like, ah, I feel it. And they're like, how did it get here? And then they look up and they see a Spider-Man. Yeah, Spider-Man. They see Mr. Mime made a barrier and is now climbing its own wall. So Ash naturally takes out Dexter. And we find out that Mr. Mime is a pantomime Pokemon. 
Yes. No, it's a barrier Pokemon that uses pantomime to make actual walls appear. Which but is because it's so cool. rare, <laughs> and it also says because it's so rare, not much information is known about it. Yes. So Ash, quite rightfully, says, "Well, shit, I'm going to catch it if it's so rare." And I wasn't even I wasn't even looking for a Pokemon today. Exactly. He's like, I just found a really rare Pokemon without even looking. Let's catch it. And And Ash takes out a Pokeball to throw it, and that's when we um, hear a woman's voice. And she says, please, won't you let me catch it? And Ash rightfully says, well, I saw it first. Which, you know, fair point. He's not wrong. But Brock, since he can't say no to a pretty face, he's like, I'm afraid my young friend... uh, my young friend's manners aren't what they are. I'm afraid my young friend's manners aren't what they used to be. Please be my guest and capture that Mr. Mime. I'd be pissed. Ash is like, wait a minute. No, you're not going to freaking catch it. I, I just, I saw it first. I, I was, I was mid throw. And uh, unfortunately for everybody involved, we look, and Mr. Mime has gotten down on the opposite side of the wall and is running away. And the, the this poor woman, there. I was going to say, this poor woman throws her Pokeball, but it just bounces off the wall. And she is distraught. So I wonder when this wall disappears. Or does it stay there forever? I don't know. I, I would think the the mime that summoned the wall would have to be the one to take it down. So, but yeah, um, Brock comes back into um, the screen and he's like, I'm sorry, it's all my fault that Mr. Mime got away. And she's like, huh? He's like, whatever your problem is, I feel it's my duty to help you solve it. <laughs> Just all horned up. Just the way you said that, huh? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so Brock is basically willing to walk through invisible walls for this woman that he just met because he's thinking with his dick. Yes. And we find out that she is the leader of the Pokemon Circus. Yes. And it's a weird... I mean, they didn't even give it any like special name. It's just the Pokemon Circus. And her name is Stella. 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 Yeah. Stella, the ringmaster. And <clears throat> so three other people that work at the circus come out and say, did you have any luck um, finding a replacement for Mr. Mime? And she's like, almost. And yeah, so they're in town. So they're, they're, they're looking for a replacement, Mr. Mime, right? How is it how is it that they come across a random Mr. Mime out of nowhere just looking around unless they she just knew where to look because she has a Mr. already. Psst. What's up? It's a kids show. I know. But I just say it. <laughs> so 
Uh, but so, um, w- w- <clears throat> there's a, a lady that opens the door to the trailer that they're standing next to. And she goes, what will we ever do when our Mr. Mind won't go on? And Ash is like, huh? You see, I'd be mad. So he, Ash could have easily have had this Mr. Mime, could have threw the ball up, caught this Mr. Mime. And even if Mr. Mime broke out of the ball, at least it's not on top of a wall anymore to where it can run away. But this woman already has a damn Mr. Mime. <laughs> I would have been, I would have looked at her and said, you already have a Mr. Mime. I could have caught that Mr. Mime. You just, you just got to smack your Mr. Mime out of it. Yeah, for real. So they look through this window and there's a Mr. Mime reading co- Pokemon comic books and drinking a soda and eating potato chips, just sitting on the couch, not having a care in the world. He's eating potato chips one at a time. Yes. Which is not how you eat potato chips. The fuck? I eat potato chips one at a time. No, you just open a bag and go, hom. Well, yeah, if you're a pig. <laughs> it's called being effective. <laughs> I eat my potato chips one at a time and make love to my cheeseburgers. <laughs> Somebody clip that. Somebody please clip that. <laughs> uh, because it, it, it's a it's an inside joke, but like what, a couple weeks ago. Um, pre um, pre recording, me and Doug was ta- like hashing out um, the dates that we were doing, and my wife brought me a a bacon cheeseburger downstairs so I can eat before I'm ready to record. Normally, I don't like to eat before we record, but I, that burger was just like staring me in the face, and I I bit into this cheeseburger, everybody, and like. The microphone was like right next to my face and Doug just heard every last like thing of saliva in my mouth going, and apparently I was like, "Mm." (laughs) and Doug was like, damn, he's like, he's like, your wife is a lucky woman if, if that's the way that you treat a damn cheeseburger. Doug. Oh. Doug. <laughs> so we find out that uh, Stella was kind of being a little harsh on Mr. Mime because she wanted it to be the best Mr. Mime possible. Yes. And Mr. Mime didn't take kindly to that and quit during the middle of a show and I'm assuming it hasn't left the trailer since it quit the show. Yeah, Mr. Mime basically said, I don't I don't need this. You need me. You need me, exactly, yeah. So and if if this is the way that you're gonna treat me, I'm out. So kiss kiss my makeup dad. And we're we're gonna find I mean that's a little foreshadowing, but we're gonna find out how harsh she was. So oh, oh, oh yes we will. <laughs> So th- this the this little nice woman that we see turns into a completely different person when she's training. Well, she does have a whip. <laughs> she does. Um, but um, the reason that we find out the reason she's trying to get this other Mister Mime is not only to train it, 
but to make this Mr. Mime that's inside of the trailer um, jealous, and maybe it'll get this Mr. Mime up to want to work again. And Misty goes, ah, competition. Kind of like how Ash is jealous of um, Gary. Jealous of Gary. And then Ash like, immediately pops into frame with, I am 10 times better than Gary. And Misty goes, my point. <laughs> She's like, see what I mean? And Brock comes into the mix and he's like, Stella, I'm going to get you a new Mr. Mime today. And she's like, do you think you really can, Brock? He's like, I guarantee you. Count me in. They don't call me Brock the Rock for nothing. (laughs) And and he just flexes. Misty goes, they must be talking about the rocks in his head. (laughs) Oh, man. When did the rock become popular? Um, Well, he debuted... At the Survivor Series in '96, um, popular. I, I mean, big time popular. Probably like '98, '99. Yes, it's uh, okay. '1998. So this is this episode came out around the time when The Rock was becoming an international star. And they they had to throw that in there. I I fully believe that that was that 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 was part of the line that they wanted to put in here because of the rock, the character. No way that was in the original, original. translation though. No. <laughs> so, so, but then Ash is actually thinking logically for once. He goes, you know, Brock, it's going to be kind of hard to catch that Mr. Mime. Cause we don't and, even know where it's at. And then Brock turns around with this, evil looking glint in his eye and goes, I don't have to catch Mr. One. Mime. I can, I can make, make one. one. <laughs> and I was like, how the hell are you going to make a Mr. Mime? And Brock just starts to laugh and laugh and laugh and laugh and laugh. And he, 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 he gets this little creepy look in his, in his eye with this like weird pink and purple background. And he goes, Oh, Ash, I believe you can help me. And Ash is kind of nervously laughing and Brock kind of grabs him by the shoulders, and the camera pans up to the sky, and you hear Ash go, "Ah!" <laughs> so it's at this time that we get Team Rocket introduced for the first time in this episode. We see Team Rocket going down into a forest area, and then there, there's a Team Rocket headquarters inside of this forest. Yes. And Team Rocket goes inside of the building. The building is decked out in all sorts. Like, it, it, this is a really nice building in the middle of nowhere inside of this forest. But um, Jesse James and Meowth are down on one knee. And down comes this big, I'm going to call it like a, uh, like a hundred inch flat screen. And there's Giovanni standing right next to Mewtwo. And he's like, what do you want? Doug, you want to go, go over this? Uh, yes. So um, Jesse apologizes for what happened in Viridian City. So, you know, continuity. Um, they actually talked about something that happened in the last episode. Loved it. <laughs> um, and then Meowth is like, well, this won't affect my bonuses, will it? And... Uh, freaking Giovanni's just right, uh, reading him the riot act 
And he's, he's like, like, how want- dare you waste my time? I want rare Pokemon, not your pathetic excuses. And then they say, oh, we'll get you those rare Pokemon. Don't you worry, sir. And, and they then- run off. And Giovanni is then standing next to Mewtwo, and he's like, they can search the entire universe, but they'll never find a Pokemon as rare as you. And he's looking, and he's laughing at Mewtwo getting charged up by, by the machine again. And then we we pan out to see Team Rocket is taking a ride in their balloon, and they're kind of trying to rally each other. And Meowth is hit in the face. With a flyer for the circus. Yes. Don't you love how that happens? How did this little piece of so wonderful and lovely and just not at all a coincidence. I know. (laughs) He's like, and they're they're looking at the flyer and and they get the bright idea that there's going to be a bunch of rare Pokemon here. Now let's go catch them. So speaking of the circus, we're back at the circus and everybody's looking at the... Mr. Mime that Brock has put together. And and to his defense, this looks like a real legit Mr. Mime. Yeah. Outside of the zipper on the back. Outside of the, exactly. But, you know, as long as it's facing the audience. So, um, Brock is like, it's perfect. And so does Misty. Um, And Pikachu likes it too. And... Um, Brock is like, I think this may be the best Pokemon I ever raised. And Ash goes, what do you mean it's the best Pokemon you ever raised? And he takes the head off and he's still, why is he still wearing the hat? I, I was thinking the same thing and it's backwards. And, well, you know, it's serious. Um, <laughs> so he, so he takes the hat off and he, or the hat, the head. <laughs> I wish he took the hat off. Um, he's like, why do I have to be the one that's dressed like a clown? Or, Yeah, why do I have to be the one that's dressed like a clown? And Brock's like, well, it's simple. I'm too big. And they show like a, a comparison of Brock versus the costume. And Misty pops into frame and goes, and who wants to cover this face? And he's like, I won't. He's like, he's looking as he's dressed in this Mr. Mime outfit. He's like, I'm, I won't do it. I'm not going to dress like a clown. And Stella's like, oh, please, Ash, you've got to. Yeah, she's laying on the works, and Ash is like, but I don't even know Mr. Mime's tricks. And Brock's like, well, Stella can teach you with her gentle touch. And oh, boy, that gentle touch. Um, (laughs) And just Brock is just not convinced. But then the other uh, three women at the circus come in. And and them laying on the the pretty pleases is just the the right touch to push him over the edge, and he agrees, and he, he you know because he's blushing because he's a ten year old, and, he, and but then as soon as he puts the head back on, Stella dominatrix. goes into freaking do- yeah like you said dominatrix mode with Stella, <laughs> she just gets the whip out and just starts whipping the mess out of Ash. And Ash's like, what the fuck is going on here? And Brock is all, Brock, I feel like, is getting turned on from all this. He's like, it'll whip you into shape, Ash. <laughs> I, was, I was waiting for Brock to say, maybe I should try to get into that costume. <laughs> and Misty's like, she's not as sweet as she looks, is she? And Pikachu's like, Pika. <laughs> 
And she, what does she say? She's like, let's see some pantomime, Miss Pantomime. Pantomime. And she's like, that's right. Now quit talking and start. And he's like, start right, miming. He's doing the box trick. And he's like, I'm starting to understand why this other Mr. Mime quit. She's like, no, put more feeling into it. How can I put more feeling into acting like I'm touching a window? <laughs> you think Mr. Mime's going to be jealous of that? Whip. <laughs> she is just going 100%. And, and she's, um, she's like, wrong again. Whip faster. Whip. I was like, well, damn. <laughs> and then we pan up and we pan out and we see that the original Mr. Mime is unaffected by this new development. He's not even watching it. How is he going to be affected? They're in, they were inside of the tent. Mr. Mime is inside just eating potato chips. And then, um, and then apparently it's showtime. Yes. Fireworks in the air, um, on a nice blue sky day. And hate that. Hate that. Why? Fireworks during the daytime makes no flipping sense. No, it doesn't. Can't see them. Well, you're not supposed to see it. You're just supposed to hear the pop, 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 pop. And think somebody's shooting at you. <laughs> so. Anyway, so here we go. It's showtime, ladies and gentlemen, and all the children of all ages. Degeneration, oh, wrong show. Um, <laughs> Degeneration X proudly brings to you. Come on, Doug. No, it's the wrong show. Oh, damn. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, Stella is sitting, uh, standing center ring, and she. She introduces everybody, and you know, so we've got like a we've got Rapid Ash and Ponyta, we've got a Machamp, Machoke. Oh, Machamp's got four arms. Yes. Um, we've got a Tangela and ex- Execute. We've got a, a Doug Trio. Uh, no, Doe Trio. Yep. Um, and then Stella comes back out side by side with Mister Mime. And Ash, Ash. Yep, and Ash looks in the audience and sees his mother, and he's like, oh, that's my mom. And she's like, shut up. She should have smacked him. Yeah, for real. <laughs> but she, she, has to, she has to stay face for everybody. And then just as they get to the center ring, the lights go out. And, Brock, and Misty's like, is this a part of the show? And Brock's like, I don't think so. And Jesse and James are on opposite poles, and they run their whole spiel. They do as as they're doing it. They are doing like a trapeze act, and unfortunately for them, they fall. Yes, but there there is a net, so they're able to bounce back onto one of the landings. And then Meow shoots himself out of a cannon. And then at that point, Misty goes, it's Team Rocket. And I'm sitting there going, no shit. <laughs> well, Me- Meowth had the best best part of that thing. He just got shot out of the cannon and he did it all perfect. And Meowth was like, well, their trapeze act may have been sloppy, but I'm the real star. But uh, but he's like, but Meowth gets mad. And he looks at the audience. He's like, come on, applaud for us. <laughs> and nobody's applauding. Everyone's kind of confused. 
and Jesse's like, hold on to your cotton candy, kid. All we want is that Mr. Mime. And Ash is like, oh, shit. He's like, but I'm not a Mr. He starts to say, but I'm not a Mr. Mime. But then Stella comes behind and says, kayfabe, kayfabe. <laughs> and James is like, we wouldn't want a circus Pokemon um, to work without a net. Get it? And then he and- shoots out a net and catches... Um, Mr. Mime, Brock runs over and tackles Stella out of the way. I'd be mad at Brock right now. Right? Like, he saved Stella, but let let Ash get captured, and Team Rocket just leaves out of there with Mr. Mime, a.k.a. Ash, and they're gone out of the hole. And then Miss Ketchum walks up to him and says, that's not Mr. Mime. That was Ash. And they're all kind of looking at each other like, ghoul. And then <clears throat> we go to commercial. We get, who's that Pokemon? It's Jinx, because of course it is. Because why wouldn't it be Jinx? Why Why would it be Mr. Mime? That would be silly. <laughs> well, Jinx is a part of next week's episode, Doug. <laughs> <laughs> the unofficial. But this is the black Jinx, everybody. One of the very few times you're going to see the original Mr. Jinx. Mr. Mr. You're you're. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking Mr. Mime. Sorry, that you're gonna see Jinx, not Mr. Jinx. <laughs> so, um, we come back and and the the show is over at this point, and um, this I kind of got mad at this scene right here, and they're like Team Rocket just kidnapped your son. And Mrs. Ketchum is like, I'm not worried. Um, they went, they were trying to get Mr. Mime. Once they find out that it was Ash, Ash is going to be totally fine. And he's going to become free. Because Ash isn't going to do shit for him. Which, okay, I'm sorry. But in, in the Pokemon world, are there people that don't kidnap other people in, in the Pokemon world? Because she's completely fine with Ash getting kidnapped and totally fine that she's going to see him again one day. I would imagine that we see more pokey nappings than we do kids. Yeah. You know, to be completely honest, if Pokemon were real, there probably would be less thievery in the world. There'd there be more thievery of actual Pokemon in the real world than there would anything. I mean, I know you'll have your bad guys that'll come around and try to break into places with their Pokemon, but I don't think that there would be hardly as many killings as there is. No, because people would still treat train Pokemon to be pricks. Yeah. So, but yeah, Mrs. Ketchum is like, um, they'll let him go once they find out that he's not Mr. Mime. But you know what? Until then, why don't you guys come over for a, a delicious lunch? And and nobody's worried. And then, you know, we go back to we go to Team Rocket's hideout and uh, Team Rocket's having lunch, having some bread, and they're they're very content with themselves and they're smiling. And Ash is sitting in the corner. And he's and, like, I'm not Mr. Mime. And Ash gets himself untangled from the ropes, takes his head off. And they're like, oh, my gosh, he took his head off. <laughs> that was good. <laughs> and 
Ash goes, you know, sorry to disappoint you. I'm not Mr. Mime. I, I didn't mean to fool you, but I guess that's not that hard to do considering who I'm talking to. And basically they're still thinking, oh, it's, it's just a, a Mr. Mime trick. And he goes, I'm not Mr. Mime. And he puts the head back on and he walks, just straight walks out the door. And Team Rocket is fuming. Yeah, they're like, he always tricks us. And they walk out after him. And there's Ash in the Mr. Mime outfit fucking taking their balloon. He's like, for once, um, your hot air came in handy. Get it? <laughs> and, and Team Rocket is literally hopping up and down. They're so mad. And Meowth is, Meowth is like, give me back the balloon. That's my face on that balloon. <laughs> and yeah, that was good. And, and that, so we catch the others at at the end of lunchtime, and Miss Ketchum is Miss, Mrs. I suppose is <laughs> sending them, you know, on their way and saying they're welcome anytime. And then. Um, the Mr. Mime that was climbing up the wall, uh, peeks out of a bush in her front yard and is standing at the, at the rear window and Mrs. Ketchum, uh, thinks it's Ash just committing to the bit. Yes. And she's like, oh, I'm happy you're home. I'll make you a, a big dinner. And, they, and it is a big dinner. Yep. And she, she's like, Misty and Brock told me why you're in this Mr. Mime outfit, but I'm glad you made it home. And she's laid out like three dishes full of food. And, and Mr. And Mime just starts going to town on it. He's just chowing. And then it's at this point that um, we see Ash... Um, dropping down in the Team Rocket balloon and walk into the house, and he's like, "Whoa!" And oh no, he goes, "Um, Mom, I'm home." And she's like, "Yes, I already know you're home, sweetie." And she walks around the corner to um say something else to Ash, and she's like, "Does Ash have a twin brother?" That was so dumb. <laughs> and she was like, "Well, I mean, did she not birth?" Ash is is, that, is is she trying to say that Ash is adopted? Would she not remember if something else came out? Um, but uh, but yeah, she uh, she's looking at at both of the Mister Mimes, and Ash is like, "I'm Ash, and this is a the real Mister Mime." And Mister Mime goes and runs behind Mrs. Ketchum, and then Ash does what he should have done as soon as he walked in the door. He should, and he takes the hat. That I keep saying hat. The head off. The head off. And um, Mrs. Ketchum has a funny line. She's like, I was wondering. um, I I did get a little suspicious when when Mr. Mine was eating eating the food pretty cleanly. And he just falls over. (laughs) And then, you know, he gets back up. He's like, look, Mr. Mine. Uh, my friends and I could really use your help. And he's hesitant, but then Mrs. Ketchum gets down on his level and says, would you please help my son and his friends? And he agrees because Mr. Mime's a big old softy. Yes. 
And Ash gets mad. He's like, I'm supposed to be the Pokemon trainer. But Mr. Mime wouldn't listen to him, but it was listening to Mrs. Ketchum. But then we go outside and we see a big rumbling machine uh, with a cannon on it. Um, what, what is this thing, like a tank? I would say tank, yeah. So it's a big old Team Rocket tank um, on six wheels um, going Head first towards Ash's, um, Ash's. Oh no, not mm. not no no. They're not going they're to back Ash's at the house. They're they're going back to the circus. So and it's firing a net gun and it's, and it's got Machamp or gosh darn it Machoke and Tangela and Execute and it's getting all the Pokemon and then they send the trucks after it, but it gets the trucks as well. Yes. And they're like, uh, we must have um, the Mister Mime out of out of all of these Pokemon, and they take take out a big old camera, and they're looking around um, for the Mister Mime, but they don't see and, it. And well, but we do eventually see Stella running with a Mister Mime, and we find out that it's the original. Um. Lazy Mr. Mime. Yes. And, and she's running away so so that that Mr. Mime doesn't get caught. But this Mr. Mime has been eating too many potato chips and can't can't really keep up with Stella and falls and is panting out of breath. But then So Stella has to give it a piggyback ride and they and they get just far enough out of range. And um as Mr. Mime starts feeling compassion for Stella again. Right. And then as Team Rocket is watching from the tank, we see Ash jump down. And Ash is <clears throat> Ash is a dumb kid. Just well, dumb, yeah. dumb, dumb. They're they're getting ready to shoot out um whatever out of this cannon, and Ash jumps right in front of it. He doesn't know that this thing doesn't have missiles. He like he, he's about to get blown up for a damn circus clown. A damn circus clown. <laughs> and then Ash and Pikachu are reunited. Ash tells Pikachu to thunderbolt the tank. It's unaffected because it's a fucking tank. Yes. Uh, and then the tank comes charging at ash and ash goes well this is a long shot but i gotta do it and he sends out charizard and he and says charizard just away. lays there yep i thought we were back on after after he got his volcano bash that charizard will finally start listening to him well you're gonna be a hell of confused next week yeah. well yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah you're gonna be hella confused because uh, we're going back in time but um yeah, it's at this point that Charizard is just laying there, and freaking Jesse's like, "Your days are numbered. Um, now hand over that Mister Mime." And Meowth is like, "Yeah, but tanks for the memories, pal." Uh, obviously, a big uh, Fallout Boy fan um, in Meowth there. Um, so there, <laughs> so Ash is running because he has no other shot. And then um, 
Mrs. Ketchum is like, please, Mr. Mime, help my son. And Mr. Mime steps in front of the tank and starts manifesting walls. Yes. Which I, I give it. Um, th- this is a pretty cool like attack for Mr. Mime. Mr. Mime just starts building a big old invisible wall, which does not get penetrated by um, by the wall. And this wall you could actually see. Yeah. And and Team Rocket, um, Team Rocket legit tried to kill this damn Mr. Mime with an actual missile. Like they 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 had a damn missile come flying out of this thing. Yeah. Because you know they're pushed to their limit. So Ash could have legit died by stepping in front of this thing. Point case and point. Yeah, but it's his show, so he's he's okay. But um, um, but Mr. Mime at this point starts manifesting all these different walls um, to stop Team Rocket, Doug. And everybody is kind of like he, you know, way to go, Mr. Mime, way to wait, you know. And the original Mr. Mime, you can kind of see, is kind of like, hmm, this is kind of some bullshit. I'm I'm the Mr. Mime around here. What the fuck's going on? So he he it it jumps into action. To help build walls, too. And Team Rocket's trying to run over these walls, but can't. Right. So Team Rocket now is um, basically, if you'll pardon the pun, boxed in. Yes. And the the Mr. Mimes are basically having a competition as they're building up walls on opposite sides of each other. Because we have kind of a... A showdown, and we have kind of a ah, you know. And did did you love their team Rocket's line by going? Well, that's walls, folks. Yeah, I hated that. <laughs> it was so clunky. And, a a, a Looney Tunes gag. It 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 um it follows to your question. How like this is this should be the end of Team Rocket? Yes. Because they can't get there. They're, they're completely boxed in. Like, this is it. This is the end of them. We should never see them again. Unless these walls vanish after a certain amount of time. Like, once the Mr. Mime leaves the area, like... Do, do, do the walls vanish one by one, um, <laughs> starting from the bottom, and when the bottom starts disappearing, the, the rest of the walls just fall? Well, no, yeah, but I would, I would, I would assume even if they fell because they weren't supported, they would just disappear because they're as real as the other pieces. Exactly. <laughs> but, um, but it's at this point that Team Rocket, as you stated, was boxed in. Um, the day is saved. Um, Stella's original Mister Mime um, agrees to start working back in the circus. And she apologizes to it and says that she will not be as hard on this Mr. Mime again in the future. And they both hug it out. And uh, Mrs. Ketchum calls her Mr. Mime Mimey. And Ash is like, Mimey? And she's like, that's his nickname. You know what? Maybe that's what... uh, that's what they they meant by the title sequence. Um, instead of maybe it was supposed to be it's mimey time. 
Don't give them too much credit. <laughs> but um, but then we go straight to the inside of Team Rocket being boxed inside of their tank, and Meowth just starts going ham. He's just hitting missile button, missile button, missile button, missile button. And the missiles are going everywhere, and the wall is withstanding it, and then it's just a big kaboom. And it's like a like a big missile shooting out of out of the boxed um, little fake walls, and Team Rocket goes blasting off again. And it's and and this is where they say their their different line. They say Team Rocket is blasting off ourselves. And then it is now um, dusk time, and we're uh, back at the Ketchum residence. And Mister Mime can cook. He can cook. He's got an apron. Um, we find we found out that Mr. Mime wants to join the Ketchum family and wants to stay with Mrs. Ketchum. And you know, Misty's like, "Well, this is at least somebody that helps out." And Ash goes, "I help out," and everybody laughs. And um, <laughs> Mr. Mime and, is the son that she never had. Oh, that's harsh. <laughs> Can you can you see Ash making his bed and keeping his room clean? No, but to be fair, I don't make my bed. Oh, well, I make my bed 50% of the time. So. Well, I'm going back in it later. True. But so you, like, want, why you want it to look nice. For who? For anyone. For My dog doesn't care what the bed looks like. <laughs> So, and then um, the narrator is taking us out by saying, it looks like Mr. Mime is learning what Ash has known for a long, long time. There's no place like home. And then we get Mr. Mime, a big old circle comes up. They, they're they very big Looney Tune fans in this episode uh, with Mr. Mime giving the good old goodbye and the to be continued. And that's this week's episode, everybody. Mm-hmm. So, Doug, my man, what do you what did you think of this week's episode? It's a fun episode. Um, it was fun to review it because you you wasn't fully on on camp with this one watching it the first time through. No, this is probably about a three, and I mean a comfortable three. Um, okay, it's fun to fun to review. Had fun doing the review. Um, it was an easy watch. Um, yes. You know, Mr. Mime sticking around, which is always good, because I was sick of meeting these interesting trainers that we never see again. <laughs> They're going to come back sooner or later. Yeah, you keep saying that. But, um, yeah, I'll, I'll go ahead. I'm, I'm on board with you this week. Um, I'm going to go ahead and give this episode a nice little three. It's a good progression episode. Um we're now in the camp now where we're about to take a good two weeks off basically in the Pokemon world. Cause we're about to go back in time on the next two episodes. But after that um, it's full blown training time for Ash to get ready for the Pokemon league. Doug, we finally, we, we finally made it to the Pokemon league episodes. Yeah. I'm excited um, to go over those because these are very much like if if you're looking for Pokemon battles. These are the episodes for you. Yeah. Oh, 
but all right everybody so let's go ahead and it's time for pokemon pack opening time doug to end tonight so i got my pack right here i've already opened the pack or i already did the card trick so doug um what um energy am i going to be looking at at the bottom uh electric electric well electric was last week so no, this week huh oh yeah it was yeah it was yeah well you, you've had water back to back i have I'll, I'll i'll give you i'll give you one more this week electric was last week what what grass. what what pass grass oh grass nope it's a fighting energy oh fuck so oh, i got a fight <laughs> i got a fighting energy I got a Thwacky. Um, I think that's how you pronounce his name. Um, a Fall Crystal. A Hatrum. Cast Form. Uh, Ladybug. A Gullet. A um, Clobopus. A Clobocus. I guess I, I can't pronounce it. C-O-L. I mean C-L-O-B-B-O-P-U-S. Clobocus. Uh, whatever <laughs> close if it's not i know i got a snowy form cast form my reverse hollow is a deerling and i have a regular um holographic zarud zarud's one of my favorite pokemon so i'm pretty happy with that get this week well there you go so um, that is the pack this week. And again, if you want to see these Pokemon cards, um, I do post them with the trainer card um, that has a code on it. And first come, first serve. The code can only be used once. Follow us at every Pokemon episode on Instagram, on Twitter. It's at Breakdown or... Um, if you're feeling, if you're feeling <laughs> froggy and you want to jump, go on over to Feedspot and subscribe to us there if you haven't already and help, um, people, um, get the word out for our Pokemon podcast and get us up there because the higher that we are, the more people see our show and hopefully one day we will, um, have, um, we'll get an award for this show. Because that that that's how people get podcast rewards is by getting that word out. So go ahead and get us up there. I want to be in the top ten, Doug. I want to be in the top ten. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a year and we're we're almost there. So, do you have anything else to add this week, Doug? No, I mean we um, had a couple of good episodes, and um, you know we dipped back into the. Kanto region, yes, uh, kind of like riding a bike. I was about to say, how how, how did it feel dipping back? Because I mean, everyone knows now that we're doing both Kanto um, um, and black and white as of right now, because we're on the verge of get, going into the Orange Islands. How does it feel, Doug? I didn't really. I mean, obviously there is a a total a, a shift. But, you know, going back to Kanto was, was kind of like just, you know, putting on a nice fuzzy blanket. I know. It, it, it feels nice. feels real nice. So, 
all right everybody well that was this week's episode um thank you all for listening so go ahead and give your goodbye doug if you have nothing else to add this week goodbye doug and this is wrestling chris g telling you that for the next two weeks we are going back in time everybody for these next two episodes we have holiday hijinks and snow way out so you don't want to miss those have a good night everybody <laughs>